Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. What a great show we've got planned for you. Hey, I am your host, Dr. Pat Basili, and you know that we're coming to you live with about uh, 14 hours of live talk radio every week and quadruple that in podcasts and redistribution and all of those really juicy things that happen to the show. Uh, Tonight, I'm very excited about what we're going to be talking about and what it really means to all of us. You know, how do we find the juiciness in life? What does it mean to live a charmed life? Well, I've got somebody here that is going to take us on a journey. We're going to be answering questions. We're going to be talking about some of the things that are so important to know And more importantly, we're here to help everybody listening to this show live that charmed life. Joining me here today is Victoria Moran, who is also the author of 10 books, including the classic bestseller, Creating a Charmed Life. And we are here today with her because charmed is, I believe, what so many of us long for. And there are moments in time where we absolutely don't have a clue about what that means, yet at, at the same time, we know we're missing something. We know we're longing for something. So living a charmed life, your guide to finding magic in every moment of every day is what this show is about. And as we take you and invite you to join us on this journey with this incredible motivational speaker, certified life coach, best-selling author, uh, including Fat, Broke, and Lonely No More, we are going to scratch the surface, and dig beneath it to find what some of the crusty issues are that have been holding you back, what are some of those self-destructive behaviors, and what do all of us long to know so that we move in to that charmed life. And so I am jazzed. I am completely ready to have this conversation because who doesn't want to live a charmed life? Victoria, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thanks so much. Charmed life, is that something that you've always done? (laughs) You know, I think inadvertently, when I really discovered that something was going on with me that was unusual, I was 14 years old, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to meet the Beatles like every other 14-year-old at that time in history. And you could get a press card from a teen magazine called Teen Life for a dollar. A lot of little girls had these press cards. But I took mine very seriously and managed to parlay that into getting into my first Beatles press conference when I was 14. And I remember standing there in that room with all these reporters looking out the big window in the hotel and seeing thousands of girls my age behind ropes across the street, and knowing that I was where I was, I thought, something is going on here. Now, one thing I thought was, boy, this writing thing is good. (laughs) You better stick with that. And the other thing was, 
what is this really about? And I started on an exploration that, in all honesty, probably started long before that. I've always been interested in the spiritual, the extra, the what makes things work, what are we here for, what's important. But to really look at how can we take this extra sensibility and make it work for us in the real world. And I think what happens when you get that is a pretty charmed life. You know, one of the things that I was reading um, about you and, and some of what you do is, you know, talking about so many, so many topics that have to do with living from within, um, that have to do with getting in touch with that in, inner self. And some people call it intuition. Other people call it, you know, simply that inside job. And so often we look on the outside right now, Victoria, and I wanted to ask you about that. I don't know that in my lifetime I've ever seen or been part of the kind of buzz we have right now about things on the outside. We're, we are a culture that looks outward. <laughs> and it starts really young. We're looking, what, what are the cool kids wearing? What kinds of language are they using? What kinds of music are they listening to? And, and I'll do that because then I feel safe. Now, that's pretty normal as a part of adolescence, but I think what's happened lately in our culture is we don't let go of it. And we grow up and we go to college and we get jobs and then we're still looking, well, what are the cool people doing? Where are they living? What color are their houses? <laughs> and so we've got to learn to trust ourselves because if you're looking outside yourself, you're going to get what you see out there, which is stuff. Some people do a better job of living on the outside than others. But to really have a life that is magnificent, it has to be yours. It has to be the life with your name on it. And you're not going to get that by looking at the neighbors or looking at celebrities. You're only going to get that by coming to know who you are and moving toward your very own destiny. You know, it was really interesting because I was asked today, um, you know, folks were asking me about the number of page views and people that come to the website and all of that, right? And, you know, honestly, that's not really why we started to do the Dr. Pat show. It was really about reaching people, and we do that. But this is such an incredible world where people want to know, you know, how many of this and how many of that. <laughs> I went on a journey today, Victoria, and I couldn't find an answer. The statistics that I have have to do with the percentage of page views. And I went on a journey to try to find the global number of page views on the Internet per day. And I, for the first time in my life, I couldn't find it. But I caught myself in the middle of spending an hour and a half trying to find this, saying to myself, Pat, what are you doing? And I wanted to ask you about that because we're looking so much on the outside and to spend an hour and a half of really pressured time to try to find that and to call 15 high-tech people that were also trying to find it really kind of talks to the times we live in, don't you mm -hmm. think? Yeah, and I think that 
the the net has really created a new world. I mean, this is a revolution like the industrial revolution. We're living in a time when everything is changing before our eyes and and a new world is being created. Hopefully, it will be a better one. I don't know, but at least it's not the one that even even young people. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a daughter who's 26 years old and of course like all young people, she's very savvy about this sort of thing. But this still was not the world that she came into. And I'm actually grateful that all this wasn't available when she was a little tiny kid. I think one of the, the dangers is that we take these little precious beings. I really subscribe to the Rudolf Steiner philosophy. He was the founder of Waldorf Education, and he said that until a child is seven years old, until the permanent teeth come in, they're really just one foot in heaven and one here. And so you want to really bring them gently into this world and let them have lots of time in nature and simple toys so that they can build their imagination and lovely music and lots of times to to dance. And you don't want to get them reading and deciphering and dealing with machines. That comes later. And I think what's happened to all of us now, to bring this around to your question, is we don't really know where our own inner selves come down with all of this quantification and technology that is being required of us. So I think it's very important, you used the word earlier, intuition, Mm -hmm. that in all of this kind of thing, you get very in touch with your intuition. How much of this quantifying can I do and enjoy it? And the minute it stops being joyful is the minute that you say, you know what, guys, here's the information I came up with, and that's all I'm going to do. And I had something very similar today. I, I do a, um, doing a, a teleclass, and a, the gentleman who's going to be my guest next week wanted to know about getting an MP3, and we've just switched teleclass companies and to, to do it. I mean, my assistant spent 40 minutes, and I finally just said, it's ridiculous, because if it took her 40, it's going to take me 80. (laughs) (laughs) And so we just said, we'd love to have you be the guest, but if you need an MP3 to be the guest, I guess we'll have to get another guest. And I think we're all going to have to come to this kind of thing. If you know what, there is that much time that I'm going to put into something that doesn't make my soul sing. Well, and and this is really for me, and and it really brings us back to our conversation today. For those of you just tuning in, you know, I am I got to tell you, I'm so thrilled. I've been waiting to have this conversation with you know best-selling author Victoria Moran, and we're talking about living a charmed life, your guide to finding magic in every moment of every day, and you know this is not an illusion. You know, she and I are not living in Gaga land. You know, we're here to create sort of an invitation that goes beyond hope. It goes into a place of creating that place of joy. And the conversation, Victoria, that you and I are having really does have to do with the taxation that happens to us each day on a regular basis. Now, imagine if you're going through that and I'm going through that and I've got a team of people that work with me here on the show. What does the average person go through? What do you think is their taxation rate when we're talking about their energy, their flow, and the depletion of their charm life quotient, so to speak? Well, for a great many people, it's way too high. But there are a lot of people out there who do get it. 
And these are people who do things like grow gardens. These are people who do art. These are people who you see at Wednesday matinees here in New York City. They figure out some ways. <laughs> Get that afternoon off. <laughs> so you've really got to claim your own life a day at a time. And we can only do anything a day at a time. I love one of the many gifts that the whole world has received from the 12-step program is the idea that you can't live your life a week from Thursday. You've got to live it today. And so what can you do today to find some magic? And I know that you've got to go to work, and I know you've got to take the kids to soccer, and I know you've got to do the laundry, but there's still going to be time, if you're willing to look for it, to have a little bit of magic. Are you going to snuggle up with your 11-year-old tonight and read a story like you did when she was three? It takes 15 minutes, but it's magic. Are you going to say, tonight after dinner, let's just go watch the sunset? Your husband will probably think you're crazy because you haven't done that since you were dating. But why not? You can put it off, and it's not going to happen then either. You've got to do it now. And you start bringing these little bits of bliss into your life, and then you start to see it's your same life. You look around, okay, the house is the same, the spouse is the same, the job is the same, maybe the stocks aren't even what they once were. But it's more magical, it's more wonderful, and you see more time opening up to do what you came here to do. I think one of the saddest things that happens is people have dreams, and then sometime in early adulthood for most of us, we put them on the back burner because we're going to be practical. And you know, you re- I want to talk to you about the practicality of that, and I want to talk to you about you know, what it truly means for all of us to be looking at um, embracing, calling into our consciousness, whatever the language is of a charm life. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about uh, what does a charm life mean? And, you know, how does Victoria challenge herself each day? Because she is really the spokesperson for living a charm life. You know, what is it about her work? that opens the doors of corporations, opens the hearts of individuals, and creates such a ripple effect in all of the things she she takes the time to write for and much more. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And when we come back, we'll be entering the world of the charmed life. I hope you're ready for the journey. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. 
Greek Gods Yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek Gods Yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek Gods popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek Gods kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Do you like where your health and looks are headed? Or are you ready for a total transformation? Your dollars and days off have never been more precious, so why waste them on anything other than lasting, real rejuvenation? Sure, there are expensive spa vacations, and then there's total transformation. Join best-selling author Kat James in a gorgeous mountain setting where you'll learn the very food and self-care principles that transformed her beyond recognition without self-deprivation. Break free from the food and beauty self-sabotage and spend five days with the woman Self Magazine calls a master of self-transformation. You will even celebrate the new you with a world-class makeover and photo shoot. Want a total transformation but can't afford to get away? Attend Cat's teleprogram from your home via computer or phone. Make 2009 your year for total transformation. Call us at 877-54-TOTAL or visit us at TotalTransformation.com. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment psychic medium Linda Dickinson online at InMyFuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go check it out on our website, sign up for our newsletter, and we are getting ready to launch the 2010 Holistic Makeover. So just watch out for that um, right after September 15th. Uh, www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drpatlive.com. Victoria Moran joining me here tonight because she is the charmed life lady. She is someone that talks to so many people about what it means to live a charmed life. Victoria, thank you for joining us here today. And would you take a minute to give out your website to folks? Sure. It's just my name, Victoria Moran, M-O-R-A-N.com. We'd be happy to hear from people, and thanks for stopping by. So you say that living a charmed life is your birthright. Let's start with the conversation of charmed life and what that means, because when you say that, people get it. You know what I mean? Even if we don't have like a full definition, it's like, oh, yeah, how do I get some of that? Uh Well, it's a life that's worth getting up for. Sometimes people my grandmother's age, although not my grandmother, she was very savvy, but I remember her friends talking about this life being a veil of tears. Well, you can do it that way, or (laughs) you can bring this magic and wonder into it. Now, this doesn't mean that there's a way to avoid disappointments, losses, and one or two tragedies. That seems to be part of the package that we're all handed when we show up here. Nobody seems to leave this world without some of that. 
but you still want to have a life that is so rich and so full and that you have so much soul equity that you can get through those difficult times and still thrive. So when I talk about soul equity, I mean things like, do you memorize poetry or little pieces of scripture or song lyrics or quotations so that your memory bank is so full of that stuff that when you're alone and maybe a little bit afraid, those words are there for you. They're there to inspire you and comfort you even if nobody else is. Do you make a point of getting out and seeing live theater and hearing live music, even if it's free in the park? We're not talking about the kind of charmed life that you've got to be a Rockefeller or a Kennedy to be able to enjoy. This is for everybody. You've just got to put forth the effort. The one thing that it takes to have a charmed life is a willingness to expend the energy. It's yours for the taking, but you've got to take it. It's sort of like if you want to see the beautiful view from the top of the hill, you've got to climb the hill. Mm. You know, have have we uh, forgotten how to get that sense of living in a charmed life? And I know that you talk about this in, in, in your book, uh, but part of the conversation is, uh, what we talked about earlier, it's looking at our lives, looking at our day-to-day, and being able to enjoy and be grateful for what's in front of us, but also for the vision that we have. And the reason I'm asking you this question is, can one have or can one live a charmed life without a dream or a vision for oneself? I think we're always working towards something, and I think we also have to have great appreciation for what we have right now. I think about maybe a a mom with a couple of small kids, and that's just it. You know, that is so filling her up at that time that anything like what she wants to do when she goes back to work or whatever it is, that's just not even in her field of vision right now. So I believe that it is possible to be so caught up in the wonder of the present moment that you can be happy without a vision. But that's unusual. (laughs) Most of the time, because we are forward-moving animals, we have to have something to strive for so that we keep putting one foot in front of the other. You know, when when you think about your life, you know, do you think about there being moments, you know, that people... A lot of people think about a moment and they say, oh, I'll never forget that moment in my life or, oh, I'll never forget this one. Oh, I wish I could forget this one. I mean, when you think about your life and you think about where you are now, the people you're reaching and, you know, the passion of your work, are there moments that you can point to that were sort of tipping points for you? Oh, there have been so many. I mean, I had my first spiritual experience when I was three years old. I was in a stroller. I don't know how many people can say that, but probably a lot of people because I think we're we're very close to that unknown reality when we first show up here. And this was late at night. My grandmother was out walking me in the stroller, and it was a very starry night. And I remember looking up at those stars and thinking, that's home. 
I'm here now. I'm doing this earth thing. This is great. This is fine, but it ain't home. And so these kinds of things really impact a person. And then, of course, there are, are these moments of wonder. I went to Europe when I was 10 years old, and this was because my parents were divorced, and this was at the time when parents didn't get divorced, and it was quite traumatic and awful. But after it was over, my mother remarried a man who was in the Air Force, and they moved to Spain, you know, and again, very traumatic. But the long and short of it was I got to go to Europe in the summers when I was 10, 11, and 12. And I remember when my dad and I got off the plane in Lisbon, Portugal, and the sun was just coming up, and there was a woman cleaning the airport. And I had never seen a female janitor. You know, this was the 1960s, and I grew up in Kansas City, and I just hadn't seen a lot of things. And I remember just taking a mental picture of the beauty of the landscape, the newness of this woman doing what I thought of as men's work, and and just the idea there is so much to take in. And I think when you're really on the charmed life tack, you start to take in the tiny little wonders of daily life, of a flower blooming, of how fat the neighbor's bulldog puppy is looking, (laughs) all these kinds of things as if it's your first time in a foreign country, as if you're a little kid just getting a sense of the bigness of it all. And we've been told by spiritual leaders and others to be as little children. And when you can really have that kind of expectant attitude, it just puts a lot more gloss on your day. I wanted to ask you, uh, Victoria, because, you know, you are in so many ways, you have really pioneered the space for so are having. I remember, you know, my one of my first radio shows, you know, back in 2004, uh, not very long ago. And even back then, to refer to spirituality or spiritual life coach or even on talk radio to have on your website, you, you, you know, something that talks about, wow, she does that spiritual thing. Have we come a long way? How was it you were so easily able to embrace that spiritual life coach um, label in the public? It's one thing to do it within our own lives, but it's another thing to step forth and say, you know what? I'm the spiritual life coach. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just who I am, and I think it's like anything else. I mean, we know these people who are gifted in music or sports, and it's just who they are. You just, they, they can't be something else. And the spiritual life has always been my primary concern. When I went to college and everybody said, oh, then you'll probably study journalism. And it's like, are you kidding? I've been doing journalism since I was 14. I want to study what's what's bigger and real. I love the quotation from Albert Einstein where he said, I want to know God's thoughts. The rest are commentary. So to me, it's when when I talk about spiritual, 
I'm not talking about woo-woo, although some of that's interesting and fascinating. And I'm not talking about religion, although I love religions. My degree is in comparative religions. I just like to see all the ways that people find meaning. And yet when it comes to living your own life, the spiritual qualities that I think of are really much more practical. And it's sort of like where are you going to do all this spiritual living if it's not right here in the here and now? So I have a little acronym. I take the word charmed and and, uh, come up with what it really means to have a charmed life one letter at a time. And and the C stands for creativity, and that's your self-expression. And some people will say, oh, I'm not creative. Yes, you are. Whether it's um, cooking, whether it's problem-solving, whatever it is that really gets you going, that really gets you cooking with gas, You've got to have that going on in your life if you're going to feel that you're really living remarkably. The H in Charmed stands for homekeeping. Now, this is not housekeeping. This doesn't mean, you know, putting on the apron and uh, scrubbing things up necessarily. But it means having a home environment that gives you a creative laboratory, that gives you a place to come where you can just relax and know this is your space. You've got to have a place to to fulfill your destiny. Everybody needs a home base, and this includes some of my wonderful friends who travel around speaking and, and live in a camper. Your camper has got to really express who you are. So that's the H. That's your home. A is affirmation. We have to convince ourselves of the truth because we have been brainwashed by the facts. The facts change all the time. The truth is what we need to know about ourselves and our world. R is reverence for life. It is amazing. It is magnificent. When you can look around and really see, oh my gosh, that pigeon is a miracle, you're starting to get it. M is meditation, quiet time. You've got to have a minimum of 10 minutes a day when you just sit and invite your soul. As Walt Whitman said, this is how you compose your day This is how you develop that intuition that we mentioned earlier. This is how you get to know what you are really about. E is exercise, physical exercise. In fact, if you look at the meditation exercise together, they spell me. And I tell people, me in the morning. Who are you going to take care of? First, me, meditation and exercise. You get those two things done, you will be on top of the world. And if you look at successful people... The bulk of them do these two things. And finally, the D in charm is your diet. What are you eating? Now, what does this have to do with anything? Plenty. Because what you are eating, along with what you're hearing and thinking and believing, create this physical structure, creates the cellular framework of your body. Your brain is part of your body. When you are eating the best food you can get, when you are eating so many fruits and vegetables that you feel like Peter Peter Rabbit storming Farmer McGregor's garden, you will start to see life differently. You owe it to yourself. Wow. I cannot wait to talk with you when we come back from break. What a great, inspiring way to think about charmed 
life. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Living a Charmed Life. This is an incredible book. I want to make sure everybody gets some information on how you can get your own copy. Um, We're going to be talking about the 50 action-inspiring essays that are in the book, uh, what they mean, and what they can do to help us take that next step. We're going to take a short break here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Victoria Moran, my guest today, Living a Charmed Life, your guide to finding magic in every moment of every day. I hope I get that rubbed all over me. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number 9. Chocolate Number 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Do you know how to live courageously? Have you mastered your own mind power to create abundance in every area of your life? With Dr. Joanne White's empowering seminars and books, you'll supercharge your own abilities. The success doc, author, speaker, life, and business coach will help you transform your life and exceed your expectations. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org to live your dreams right now. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The stress detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio 2 Thrive by, and like I said, for more information about us, sign up for a newsletter so you can find out about the holistic makeover, about what we're planning for this particular holiday season, about upcoming interviews. Just go to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. Victoria Moran joining me here today, author of Creating a Charmed Life. I'm looking at the book, Living a Charmed Life, Your Guide to Finding Magic in Every Moment of Every Day. And, you know, Victoria, again, thank you for joining us here today. Let's make sure we give out your website and tell folks how they can get their own copy of the book. Oh, thank you. My website is victoriamoran.com, M-O-R-A-N. I don't sell anything there, but you can click from there onto Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. And I'd also direct people to my blog. I do a daily blog on beliefnet.com, and you can get there very easily from my site by clicking blog, or you can just go to beliefnet.com, which is a wonderful site. And mine is my blog is called The Charmed Life. So the charmed life in in the book that I'm looking at, you know, living a charmed uh, life, your guide mm-hmm. to finding magic in every moment of every day. There are some wonderful stories. Actually, all of the stories are wonderful. But I wanted to ask you about some of your favorites and some of the ones you love talking about most to give our listeners a sense, a flavor for what this book is really about. Well, it's very practical. And this is really how to live a charmed life now. And this is not the easiest time nationally and globally that we have ever been through. And so it's it's really the challenge of can I live a charmed life now? I'm thinking that just even living a decent one is seeming a little bit difficult. You have to live a charmed life now more than ever. So one of the chapters, in fact, Toward the end of the book, we'll just start at the back because they say life is too short not to eat dessert first, uh, <laughs> with recreate a charmed life if you have to. So many people have seen a lot of the dream that they built fall apart in mm-hmm. the past year or so, mm-hmm. and it's very discouraging. But I know for a fact that if you have ever once been able to create something magnificent, you can so do it again. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be identical, but it means that it is going to be ideal. So what you want to do is not get caught up in, oh, this was what it was like when we had the bigger house, and this was what it was like when I had the great job, and this was how things were when I took really fabulous vacations. No. It's like you want to be so excited about your little vacation to the lake that it's as good as going to China. You want to be able to frame your own life in such a way that it excites you because it's sure not going to excite anybody else if you are not happy about it. One of the things that I, I tell people sometimes when I speak about some of the financial things that a lot of people are going through right now is that if you spend Saturday at the library and then somebody on Sunday says, well, what did you do yesterday? You can either say, I was at the stupid library because it's the only place I can afford these days. Or you could say, I spent the afternoon with F. Scott Fitzgerald. And (laughs) it was magnificent. Same Saturday, same library. Whole different way to frame it. 
you've got to frame your own life as if it's charmed right now. Then you'll start to believe it because you're listening to yourself. Other people will start to believe it. And if thoughts do indeed have power, which I happen to believe that they do, then you're going to have all these helpers out there just thinking everything is really going so beautifully for you. Despite whatever the facts may tell you, you're really acing things within the parameters of your life right now. And when you believe it and you have other people out there believing it too, there's no way it won't come into being. I love this book. And, you know, at the end of this chapter, Recreate a Charmed Life, if you have to, um, I was really struck by this. I was actually talking to my best friend about it the other day. And I said, whatever happened to us as kids when we so jumped up and down about do-overs? I mean, have you ever played a game, right? And you're out in the game, and maybe, you know, you kind of weren't ready for the ball, and you yell, do-over. I want to do a do I want to have a do-over, and we're excited about it. We want to do it over. And then we get older, <laughs> and well, do-over think, takes on a different meaning, so to speak. I think that so much of this, and it is interesting that so much of this conversation has had to do with this kind of childlike sense that we all had at one time, and, and then we lost it. And I almost think of it as like hardening, you know, like hardening of the arteries, like a stiffening of the joints. We yeah. have a stiffening of, of the attitudes, too. And so we need to let go of that. One of the chapters in the book is, is called Make Yourself a Life List, and this certainly is not new or, or original. Anybody that saw that movie, The Bucket List, knows what that's about. You just right. make a list of what you want to do before you die. But when I first learned about life lists was when my daughter was six years old. We were living in a little cabin in the central Missouri Ozarks. I was widowed. Her her dad passed away when she was four. And we were living down in the country just because I thought it was cheap and I didn't know if I could make a living in the big city, which was Kansas City, Missouri, not quite the most expensive place to live on the planet, but it kind of scared me. So we end up down there in the country. I thought it was just awful. I think my daughter liked it pretty well. And one day she came in with this piece of poster board, and she had made this sign. It said, things I want to do. And they were outrageous, given the fact that we were living in a three-room cabin and sharing one closet. She said that she wanted to go to Paris, and she wanted to go to China. She wanted to learn scuba diving in a movie and I didn't want to dash her dreams but I also didn't want to give her expectations that were completely unrealistic so I just fell back on the kind of uh, mom thing where I said that's nice so she (laughs) took her her little sign her little life list and hung it on her side of the one closet and by the time this child was 12 years old she had gone to Paris from the frequent flyer miles for going to China twice. She had been certified in scuba diving off the coast of Kauai, and she had been in her first movie, which was a low-budget horror flick that I wouldn't let her see after it came out, but quality of the project was not stipulated. So I tell you this story because when you're six years old, not a lot of people have told you what you can't do. Not a lot of people have told you that it's out of the question, it's impractical, it's unrealistic, you're too old, you're too fat, you're too dumb, whatever. So when we want to go for our dreams, 
we not only have to come up with the mental, emotional, and physical wherewithal to bring them into being, but we have to overcome all those things that we've been told, all those negative messages. So it's not easy, and yet that little girl in us or that little boy in us that knew that nothing was impossible is still in there. We've just got to let the kid out. And, you know, I so love having this conversation, uh, you know, like the one we're having today, because as much as I do this, as many people as I interview, I mean, you know, we have a number one positive talk radio show. When I hear you say those things, Victoria, I am so acutely reminded of how easy it is to forget some of the basics if we're not reminded. And I want to really, you know, commend you on this. When we come back from break, I would love to talk to you about one of the essays in the book, what I consider to be my favorite of the moment. And when we come back, I'll share why that is. It's actually one of the essays that I actually read to someone uh, two days ago. And I would love to hear you talk about it. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break on the Dr. Pat Show. When we come back, we'll be back with Living a Charmed Life, your guide to finding magic in every moment of every day, best-selling author Victoria Moran, and what I consider to be my aha moment in reading this book. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you know Greek Guts Yogurt is a good source of protein? Each serving of Greek Guts Yogurt provides 5 grams of protein. When you consume Greek Guts Yogurt three times a day, you're getting more than 20% of the daily recommended protein value. That's great news. So don't forget to pack a Greek Guts Yogurt for lunch today. For more information, visit GreekGutsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Dawn Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Dawn Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at DawnsVision.com and catch It's a New Day with Dawn Marie Stansfield Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Visit TheDrPatShow.com for show listing. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistic Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. Sign up for the weekly newsletter to get advance notice of guests, events, and special offers. Visit thedrpatshow.com and get ready to live life all out. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2010 good timing guide, just go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. And click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2010 good timing guide today. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents. 
a popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y, dot com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I am Dr. Pat Vasily. As many of you know, I'm the host of the show. I get to talk to some of the most amazing people, people that remind me of how glorious our lives can truly be. My guest today is one of those people, Victoria Moran, joining me here today. And the book that I have in front of me, Living a Charmed Life, Your Guide to Finding Magic in Every, in every Moment of Every Day. You know, this is not just one of these books that I found you pick up, you read, you put down. It's one of these books that you want to pull out and have moments of quality, loving time with your family and pick one of these essays. You know, whether it's the essay about, you know, add a splash of red or put fear in its place, whatever this is, imagine talking to, you know, your children or spending a moment and going through this and and asking yourself, what does it mean? What does it mean when we don't overlook the obvious? Victoria, thank you again for joining us today. And, and that's the essay I wanted to talk with you about, Don't Overlook the Obvious. It's the one that I keep going back to. It's the one that I'm trying to implement the 10 simple charmers to helpful, to, too helpful to overlook. And I would love to talk with you about this. Sure. The first, Where should we start? <laughs> right at the beginning, because this is the one that I think we could just blow by, and it would be a mistake to do that. Start where you are with what you have. And I want to ask you about that, because it's a very, very powerful thing to do. Well, it's so important that we take an inventory and come up with, what, what do I have right now? And so often when people are in a difficult situation, if they've lost a job, if they're newly divorced, if if there's been a death of someone close to them, the focus is on what they lost. And it's difficult to focus on what they still have. But at any given time, regardless of what situation we're in in life, we have wherewithal. We have assets. So... What are your assets? And sometimes if you can't come up with them by yourself, you need a really great friend or mentor or guide to be there with you and help you see what you're having some trouble focusing on. So once you know what you've got to work with, it's funny. I love to to work with food. I started to say cook, but I'm doing so much raw food lately. (laughs) They'll say I love to work with food. And sometimes... I'll look through a a cookbook and it's like, oh, well, it's good, but I don't have any arugula or, oh, yeah, that looks great, but I need a cucumber. So what I'll do is just instead of looking through what somebody else says I need, I'll just look in the kitchen and see, well, what do I have? And I'll figure out, well, this goes good with this and put a little splash of lemon juice in there and put some Italian seasoning and, oh, boy, that's really good. 
because I started with what I had, and that's what we need to do in life. So often we go to the recipe book, which is somebody else saying, this is where you need to start. You need, for example, a certain kind of of education. I was just talking with a woman the other day who told me this great story that she and a, a friend were in this huge, impressive boardroom, and her friend leaned over and said, I just have to tell you something. I never finished college. And the other woman said, and I have to tell you something. I didn't either. (laughs) And there they were in this situation where it just wasn't supposed to be like that. But it was. So you don't want to focus on what other people tell you you need. You want to focus on what you've got, and you use that to get you to the next place. And this is such an important conversation because if everyone listening to the show right now, and I know I've had to do this, this is why I'm bringing this particular essay up, uh, you know, it is something that if you can incorporate the charmers, as you call them, it really will change your day and your life. The other charmer, the other, the other thing that you've written about that I really want to go to as well is, is, is number four. If what you're doing isn't working, do something else. There have been numerous studies on how we get so invested into something, you know, especially at the academic level. There are studies about behavior of keep either throwing more money at something, keep trying to make something work that doesn't work. Why is this one so important, and what tip can you give us to help us let go? I think we get addicted to what we always do. Oh, there we go. This is just what we do and if I wasn't doing this I'd feel really empty so it's a good exercise start with little things drive to work via a different route have a tea instead of coffee make it strong enough it'll have the same amount of caffeine but it's just different sometimes <laughs> we have to really rouse ourselves out of our stupor because we dig these ruts deeper and deeper and When you look at your life and you just find yourself beating your head against the wall, why does this always happen? Well, it always happens because of the law of cause and effect. We're causing the effect that we're getting much of the time. Now, certainly things come in from from, uh, left field and and all that, but these general recurring kinds of things, we do what we do in all good faith, but if we don't like the results, then we need to take different actions. This really also pulls in, you know, to another one of my favorites in this essay, and that is number seven, don't stop because it's hard. We're getting so many mixed messages about this. You know, for example, we're getting the message, well, wait a minute, if it's not easy, if it's not the slide and glide, that must mean you're on the wrong path. But that's really not been the case for me. I mean, usually when something's hard, it just means I have to make an adjustment. But you come right out and say, don't stop because it's hard. Help me out with this. (laughs) And and it is true that that whole thing about when something is meant to be, sometimes it really is. It's just like slipping into a gear and the right people show up. It's just a honeymoon experience. But... That is not the way it is all the time. And almost everything, just look around wherever you are. Look out the window. Look at the house next door. Look at the lovely landscape on the neighbor's lawn. Look at the furniture in the room you're sitting in now. Was this easy? 
was it easy to design, manufacture, dig a foundation? You know, everything that's worth doing is worth putting forth some effort. And all the things that we admire, whether this is a well-behaved child, a prosperous retirement, these are all things that people put the work into. They don't just show up magically on their own. I tell people sometimes that I think what really annoys us is that we're on earth being human instead of in heaven being angels. We really have this idea that we're supposed to be perfect and life is supposed to be perfect. Well, this is not the planet for that. Maybe there's some other galaxy where that's how it is. But where we are, it's really about what can you do to bring about what you want. And I think sometimes we look at highly successful people and we have this celebrity culture going on right now and we just think, oh, wow, you know, that person really lucked out. Well, sometimes that's the case, but more often than not, it's 20 years of work for the overnight success. So if it's hard, just say like you said, okay, it's hard. So what? And you can get help when it's hard, too. I mean, I have an action partner. I have a woman I talk to every single mm-hmm. morning. She's absolutely fabulous. Her name is Sherry Boone. She's a wonderful singer. She's done Broadway and opera and lots of national tours. She's also the most positive person I know. And every morning when we talk, we say, okay, these are the actions we're going to take today mm-hmm. to get us closer to where we want to be. You have somebody like that depending on you. It helps when it's hard. I love it, Victoria. Thank you so much for a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous show. This was amazing. Wow, thank you so much. The pleasure was mine. All right, everyone, Living a Charmed Life. You can get this on Amazon and just about anywhere else you'd like to. And thank you so much for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And remember, Charmed Life is for you, for me, for all of us. Just say yes to it and get a copy of Victoria's book. We'll see you next time.